0: Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Weekman. I'm delighted to be joined by uh, jay Walsh today. jay Ann is an executive and life coach and the podcast host of Mastering Your Wellness, which is a terrific podcast. And I was so fortunate a few months ago that jay Ann invited me on as a guest. So today the tables are turned. jay you're so Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, James. The tables have indeed been turned. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
0: And of course, your uh, word of congratulations to start with, because I saw there on social media recently, your podcast went through the 20,000 download mark, which is a terrific achievement. So well done on that. You must have been thrilled.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's amazing to think that that many people have listened and downloaded and tuned in. And, you know, from all over the world, not just Ireland. Um, So, you know, which is, which is amazing. So it just, you know yourself, putting together a podcast, you know, it's tough. You yeah. know, there's a lot of research and editing and all that stuff that goes into it. But, you know, seeing that people are listening and tuning in and getting in touch with you, it just makes it also worthwhile. So I do, I absolutely love it. So I was thrilled to get to that mark. I'm yeah,
0: it. it's great testament. But I think you, you've hit the nail on the head. I think when you love what you do, um, mm-hmm. that comes across. And whilst there's so many podcasts out there and I listen to loads myself the um uh, you get the ones that sort of resonate with you and I think you get into the habit of of tuning in regularly and your podcast a bit like my own it's weekly Jayanne isn't it?
1: It's weekly, yeah, 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 absolutely. And the weeks fly around, as you know, James. Yeah. You get one you get one episode recorded, edited, you're delighted with yourself, and then you're going, oh, it's <laughs> we need to do next, another one. <laughs> next, it's
0: always the next one, and scheduling them out, and then trying to stay yeah. relevant. And and speaking of staying relevant, of course, we're into what, we, it's hard to keep track, week nine, week ten of the COVID-19 mm-hmm. crisis. I think today, as we're recording it, we're, you know, some of the hardware stores and that are reopening. But how have things been for you in the the last few weeks and this new, unprecedented, crazy new normal, however we phrase it, J.R.M.G.? Yeah.
1: I mean, do you know what I've actually really discovered? I actually discovered that I'm much more of an introvert than I thought I was. Um, I would have thought, and people would have said, no, you're a total extrovert. You know, Mm -hmm. you're always chatting and out and about. But I actually kind of gone insular you know and I'm very kind of happy in my little kind of bubble with the hubby Mm -hmm. and the dogs and you know and still getting obviously to work with people online Mm because you know a lot of what we do is online as well which is great but you know once everyone is safe and as we said before we come on it's really all about the simple things right now and you know for me it's you know making a lovely dinner or enjoying a nice breakfast and reading a nice book you know so I am not missing the pubs and the nightclubs because mm. it's not it's not me like I love a good boogie but mm-hmm. I mean I'm not craving that so I'm kind of Maybe I'm just boring, James. I mean, <laughs> well,
0: happen. if you were, again, it's the pair of us. We're in us together.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um. you know, I, I, I do. I'm, I, I'm enjoying, I suppose, this time. And um, you know, um, like it is tough not being able to see friends and family. Yes. And we've, we've got a couple of people in, in our family who are in, you know, cocooning and. And you know that is that is difficult. So my my granddad is in a nursing home, and there was COVID nineteen right. there, but um, luckily he's okay, and it's, it's gone now. Thank goodness. So very much on the doorstep, but trying mm-hmm. to look at it, I suppose, with a bit of a stubborn optimism that mm-hmm. you know what we're very resilient. We've been like as as a human <laughs> yes. race, yes, um, we will get through it. Um, things might be different for a while, but very much like, we're not going to take this line down. You know, people, we're, we're going to come out this the other side. And I think when you look at it like that, it's about really trying to just do what you can during this time to keep yourself right and well yes. and whatever. And, you know, I think it kind of leads beyond to, we were chatting about it earlier, about this whole pandemic perfect, because I remember the first few weeks of, of this kind of COVID-19, I'm sure you noticed it as mm-hmm. well, even in the first few days, everyone we were trying to wrap our heads around it and all of a sudden it was like you've got to be a gym bunny joe wicks was doing this yes stuff. yes you, you've got to bake the banana bread you've got to do this <laughs> and it was there was all of this pressure to be pandemic perfect mm. you know this instagram look what i'm doing i'm up at 6am with the larks doing you know this that and the other yes. you know and whereas other people and um, like myself included was i think in shock trying to realize you know this is This is nothing we've ever experienced before, you know? Um, And there was all of that kind of pressure. I know I think that's kind of subsided a bit now as we're all kind of finding our, our groove uh, uh, with yeah,
0: it. Yeah, and, and the new normal with it. You're right. I came across, gosh, and it seems like ages ago. Like on one hand, Joanne, it's like Groundhog Day uh, because mm-hmm. the days are so similar. And, on, on the other hand, it feels like beginning of March was like a year ago. Time is bizarre <laughs> at the minute. yeah. yeah. I, I, I did sort of have to laugh though when in the first week I came across, I think it was a tweet to do with... Um, it was like pandemic bingo and um the 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 phrases that you would you would hit or you would hear for people who are supposedly thriving in, in, in at this time. And one of them was like bacon banana bread, another one was uh reading the Hilary Mantel book, uh the The, the Big Door Stop, um The Mirror and the Light. Um, another one was morning yoga, and, and there was about 12 of them, and I was going down through them, I'm thinking, I'm doing virtually every one of them <laughs> because I was reading the book, I had just baked banana bread, um, and, and I do yoga in the morning time, and it was like, oh my God, if I hit a cliche, you know, for the first time in my life, but I, I think... For me, one of the one of the principles that I've always adhered to or worked by or just a truth that I that resonates with me is that you know we're all doing our best. Mm-hmm. And for some people their best is up and at it. For others, their best is I just want to get through today without mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. sinking into a darker space. And and that's absolutely fine. You know, I had a good chat with a friend of mine recently who whose mom was in a nursing home, a bit like your granddad. And thankfully, fine. Um, but she said it's about surviving the day almost with the with the amount of worry and stress that's out there. But I think we are resilient people. You know, we will, we'll, 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 will faster through. Has there been any particular routines or touchstones or or stuff that's worked for you, JN, just in managing yourself in the last few weeks?
1: you know what it is? I I have really been taken to the journal. I got okay. myself a lovely fancy journal. You know, you because know, you know when your journal looks kind of, oh, yeah. it looks nice and you're like, I really want to write that. Even though in my writing, it looks like I write with my foot. <laughs> I have terrible handwriting. Terrible. Oh, my I husband
0: of saying scrolls. Yeah.
1: yes when I send my husband to do the shopping with a list he's like what is this a tin of bears what are you trying to write so he literally doesn't get it but I just find my head is quite busy lately. Like, you know yeah. all these different ideas and thoughts so I just find that my journal is kind of like a little best friend and sometimes you know you know when you when people kind of tell you you've all these kind of gurus and saying you should journal every morning yes. and every evening and for me, I'm much more fluid with it. You know, yes. I probably have about five journals on the go. Like, I've one in the office, I've maybe one beside mm. my bed. I've, you know, and it's like whenever it, the urge takes me to write, yes. that's when I write. You know, and I do think, you know, it's very much. And this is kind of like going back to the point. And I think you're absolutely brilliant that you're doing your yoga and your smoothie. Mm. I think that's brilliant. What what I think what was getting to me about the whole thing was is that, and I remember there was a message. There was a guy that was on Twitter a little while ago. This kind of American entrepreneur guy and he had come out and he got a bit of backlash which I was happy with, but he, he came out and said, If you don't start a business during this pandemic, if you don't learn to play the uh, piano, if you don't improve uh, your life, shame on you. So I think it's it's like I'm delighted to see that people are, you know, looking after themselves, but yeah. it's this guilt, you know what I mean, that people are saying, You should be doing this, uh, you know, like that's that's the bit of the pandemic perfect that I'm kind of in the routine that I'm a bit like, guys, as you said, people are trying to survive here. Get up, feed yourself, stay safe, you know, good job. Because you know that on one quote that I read recently that it just, it resonated with me so well and you've probably heard it Mm. and it's remember that we're not all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. We're going through the same storm. So some people are working more than ever. Like, you know, amazing healthcare staff you know our retail staff some people have lost their jobs some people yes. are terrified so so you know we, we're not all in the same boat but we are all in the same storm and it's whatever way you choose to do it so exactly. you know yoga doing all your stuff that you're into is really helping you you know me doing my journaling and yeah. this and the other helping me but it's just I just found a few people at the very start of this were coming out with, with this guilt or this shame uh. like Brené Brown would say to you know, use your time so wisely now, you know, if you come out of this and you're not a better person, shame on you. Like that to me was just grating on me so bad. It is. Um, No,
0: no, 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 definitely not. Because I mean, for me, that is sometimes I call it the difference between motivation and inspiration where, mm -hmm. you know, it's like strive until you arrive, push, uh, achieve. Uh, And I think if you're someone who, how would I say it? is aware of I don't know energy spirit you're self-aware that certainly that doesn't sit with me and hasn't done so for an age even that traditional goal setting stuff JN, I would put in under that heading it's a bit like you with the journaling it's like I, I want to listen to myself and follow the the, the 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 moments of inspiration it's like I feel inspired to write in my journal and I don't want to feel guilty if I don't because it's no one's business other than my own. Um, or yeah. you know i don't want to get out of bed today well that's no one's business but my own mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. um and that sort of strive until you arrive it's it's no thank you let them do what they're doing no thank mm-hmm. you <laughs> um, You do you. I'm, yeah i'm the expert on being me thanks very mm-hmm. much and i know mm-hmm. what works for me the, Absolutely. Um, and, and that's something i often say to clients as well It's like no one outside of you can tell you what's right for you It's, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be inspired by someone or you can sort of see someone as an example of what not to do or what doesn't work for you. But anyway, the world would be... And there
1: is, yeah. And the thing is, there's so much noise lately, James, And I find that, you know, and people are creating valuable content. They are, and that's great. But you kind of sometimes have to limit it a little bit and you have to kind of go inward to go, well, what do I think? Because sometimes you can kind of get so clouded by what everyone else thinks about the situation and you don't maybe stop to say, well, what do I think? Is this yes. good for me? Is this, you know, and as I said, journaling and, and just writing stuff down and it could be pure, you know, stream of consciousness stuff, but it just, no matter what, it just makes me feel so much better in collecting my thoughts and just really figuring out, ah, okay, that, that's kind of yeah. what, what, I, what I think about that situation. So yeah. I just find that small little thing is having a huge impact on, on, on me right now. So if yeah, it helps help someone else try it <laughs> yeah
0: well i i often say you know i i will write things out r-i-g-h-t as well as write them out w-r-i-t-e because it just gets me connected with what's going on inside me um and, and I, oh, I love that <laughs> yeah and that's a way of uh, it's one of the ways we can put the self back into self confidence. It's like mm-hmm. you know faith in self, the definition of it. It's has got to bring up journaling because I think it was about two episodes ago on the podcast. i did and I did a whole episode jm on journaling. So if anyone's listening to this and you're looking for a few more tips on it, even a few questions to get you started, um, you'll get that two episodes back on, on my podcast. There you go. Lovely. Um, I will
1: listen to that too, Jane. <laughs> Thank you. Course,
0: and of course, I opened it with my addiction, Jane, to good quality stationery. So you mentioned yes. nice journals. I love the feel of them. I love the smell of them. I love the sound of them when you open them. It's like... Yes. I don't know if there's a condition for that or not, but if it is, I have it. <laughs> we both
1: have it. I know I spent, I think it was about 20, so 27 quid on a journal. And right. I mean, like, I know and, and I remember saying it to one of my friends who thought I was absolutely insane but it was just so beautiful there was yeah. this big leopard on the front of it right. and it was it was just it was fabulous colors the greens and the pinks and I was like this is this is a bit of me you know and uh, they thought I was not no was each
0: like, with their own and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's lovely it's lovely in your hand and and yes. there is something different between like physically writing with your hand as opposed to typing I think yes. They, there's something else that goes on with that the extension of the body or something i don't know and but having
1: them on display too as well as nice you know because obviously you keep your journal so you yeah. know if they're a ratty tatty looking thing it's not going to look that great but if it's something <laughs> kind of you're like oh i like that you know yeah. it's great to look back and well it is try and it's and precious. Read what you wrote yeah yes.
0: it's precious yes. it's a precious document yeah um, absolutely one of the other things that journaling of course i know has helped for me in the past i know it's something that we've we've both worked out because i think everyone works on it I know you have yourself, is dealing with that inner critic, the naysayers, the not feeling good enough, which is a theme that we all relate to. But over the last little while, Jan, is there that's really helped for you in that area, sort of dealing with that inner critic as it were?
1: Yeah, you know, for me, I would have struggled so much kind of, you know, growing up with with, with that inner critic, you're not good mm. enough, uh, you know, it, 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 it was quite loud, you know. And, and even the whole catastrophizing, I'm a devil for, well, I was, you know, and I catch myself now doing it, but yes. the, the what-if scenarios, yes. you, know, one of the, you know, when you spiral, well, what if I do this, and then what if this happens, and, whoa, 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 and you're just, you know, going on and on and on. But for me, one of the tools that works so well is to actually realize that, I suppose, you're, you're, you're not your thoughts. And I know, you know, your thoughts sometimes are there to protect you. And, yes. um, you know, and seeing it from that kind of point of view can help. But I, but I, I actually call my inner critic John. Ah. <laughs> so, I actually give it a name and see it as outside of me. So, it's mm. not me. So, I am not my thoughts. So this might, I, and, and I have a couple of friends called John. And uh, one of them pulled me up on it recently, going, I can't believe <laughs> John. I was like, I'm really sorry. It just came out. <laughs> mm. But it's to actually see the inner critic as, as outside of yourself. Um, and, you know, when those thoughts kind of come up, instead of saying, oh, Ann, maybe you should listen, you know, it's like, thank you, John, for your input. Yes, yes. I've, got, I've got this. You know, and to really just see it as, as a bit of an outsider type of thing that it's not just, it's not you, you know, maybe he's trying to protect you. And you know yourself, the inner critic comes up so much when we're trying something new. Yes. Um, when we're doing something out of our comfort zone, when we're going for something. And, and it is coming from that, I suppose. I, I want to protect you and I, I want to keep you in our little box here. Um, but when you know you've you know you've got the skill, whatever it is to do what you want to do, that's the time where you can say to John or whoever it is, John, I've got this. And a friend of mine actually calls her inner critic Gallum or Gollum, you know, oh, from the after
0: Lord you, of the Rings, yes.
1: Yes. So, you know, maybe give that inner voice um, you know, a name and see it as even if it's that little devil angel thing on your shoulder. Yes. You know, because if it's outside of you um, it just kind of lessens the power of it a little bit I find that's what yeah. works for me anyway
0: oh I love that as a tip because one of the things that I've I suppose I've tried to do and I and I think this crisis has pushed that learning forward for me I have to say because in the early stages the the active voice in my head was screaming um and I thought I had it sort of under control but it escaped um and and one of the things that I try to do is to get to the witness position where I can witness myself doing it but Mm -hmm. what what really adds to that then is if I give that a name because then I am separating myself from it Mm -hmm. that's so simple but that's so Mm -hmm. powerful and Mm -hmm. and it also reminds me Jan of back when I had the cancer diagnosis back in 17 September 17 and um, um there was pain in my body and the the pain I knew over a period of time after the operation would get less and less but started to call the pain Bob you know and Brian here used to say to me and how's Bob today don't ask me where Bob came from yeah and <laughs> like and John I, where did it yeah. come from <laughs> and, and it was a bit out of you know separating from it but then I had a friend of mine and she's James you've called the the pain Bob you know what if you called your inner healer and I was like, oh, oh, wow. oh, oh. And it's like, I've not thought about that since, since you've just mentioned that there about John. It's like, you know, everything is yin and yang. So if I hit the pain, Bob, what was I calling the, the healer on the inside? Or, I love it. Yeah, or if I'm saying, you know, John, I hear you. Thank you, but I've got this. You know, And, and for you, it might be, well, Jayanne has got this, but there might mm-hmm. be another name for that bigger, in-control, confident Future self, higher self, whatever way we phrase it—that's something that oh, I might, I might contemplate that myself now. That's what that's what Jan has prompted for me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. I've written it down. I'm like, I'm going to find out who my inner healer is for sure, and. You know, I think another thing as well that I would use is, is past experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're trying something new and you're absolutely terrified um, and it's to kind of look at a time when maybe if you're looking for confidence, maybe when did I feel confident? Yeah. You know, when, when, when did I experience that emotion? What was I doing? And if I did it then, well, surely I can do it now. Yes yes you know, older,
0: older and wiser you can replicate it yeah like
1: i uh, remember a couple of years ago i went to uh to india i don't know if i told you this but i went to calcutta it was a, i worked for a charity a number of okay. years ago and um went to you know visit the slums in calcutta and uh, you know people who would have known me you know eight ten years ago mm-hmm. would have thought Jayan is the least likely person to do this like absolutely terrified of like you know disease and this, mm-hmm. you know all of these kind of things but that was such a huge eye-opener for me and very much like, like um, I suppose, a time in my life where I look back at and think, well, if you did that, yeah. you can do this, you know? Yeah. So I'm so grateful for that experience when I was totally out of my comfort zone. Um, but, you know, but, you know, I did it and learned so much and changed so much from it. So, and
0: grew, yes, grew. Oh, totally
1: yeah. grew, you know? Totally new perspective on everything. Um, but it's just, you know, in those times where I felt you know, kind of nervous. I kind of thought, well, look, you got through this mm. when you really were uncomfortable. So, you know, I'd say you can get through this too. Yeah. So I, I just think it was so valuable for me at yeah. that time in my life. Really, yeah.
0: Valuable. yeah, there is that sense of if we're not, when we're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, I think there's a difference between that, say, uncomfort from that guilt and shame stuff that you mentioned earlier, Jayanne. I mean, that's one type of guilt and uncomfort and we don't want that. But the other side of uncomfort is, is a growing pain Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I'm trying something new, and I think we can sense the difference on the inside with that. Mm-hmm. Because with one, it's often that balance between. I'm I, I, There's a little bit of excitement hidden in here, but I am sort of a little bit worried and anxious as well. I think for me, that's growth, um, yes. as opposed to the guilt and shame that comes with uncomfort, where it's very heavy and it's you know you're burdened with it. And mm-hmm. and I think for me, in the last little while, just being aware of what sort of uncomfort am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I suppose if I can calibrate that, it's, it's back to self-awareness, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, the, gosh, we could just speak all day. I know. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speak, speaking about speaking, Jayanne, of course, you've, I, I don't know, have you kept track of the number of people you've had on your podcast? It must be close to 50 at this stage. Yeah. i am through it.
1: It has i'm nearly up at episode fifty now, so definitely, right. yeah, in another couple of weeks i will, will uh, two weeks i think I'll, I'll hit fifty so yeah i i've I've had some absolutely incredible guests like i mean i've just for people to give you the time and to yeah. sit and and to learn like I learn as much from all of my guests i do yes. <laughs> listening to you know, and every time I take away something um and more than one thing from each interview I suppose mm. that I do that I can, you know, is, is great, you know, to contemplate or, or to put yeah. into action, you know. Yeah. Um, so I've been so lucky to have had such a wealth of, of experts and guests who have brilliant stories to tell and things to share because, you know, every day is a school day. And I yes. just think that's, that's kind of, I think, what myself and yourself are, are doing with this, you know, with our podcast, it's, it's to try and bring value, open up conversations and, and, and help people maybe make those changes that they want to make and, and in an accessible way.
0: Yeah, that well, two things. One, um, uh, that piece around change I think is fascinating at the minute, Jayanne, because Mm -hmm. there's a phrase I think I'm probably going to work it as a new blog title. It came into me, you know, the way if your laptop is acting up and you say switch off and reboot, um, yeah, (laughs) to some extent, that's an element of what's going on at the minute Mm -hmm. within society. It's like you know, a lot of people. Can switch off more i know i've been able to thankfully switch off and reboot but how do i want to reboot you know what Mm. what changes do i want to instigate And, and i think if we're in a scenario where change has been imposed upon us which is what happened at the at the outset of this crisis maybe as we begin to see light at the end of the tunnel at the other side it's like maybe now i'm looking to take back control and where do i want to instigate change do I want to go back to the same normal or do I want to make some adjustments? Um, and that's something that I think um, is an interesting one to to contemplate. Like even if it's a, something as simple as, well, I've enjoyed doing the weekly planning of the meals and I've enjoyed the slightly slower pace of life. Can I keep that going mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: onwards? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I don't, I I feel like you, James, I don't want to go back to that kind of crazy, busy, mm-hmm you know life before the pandemic and I, and I for me it definitely it's all about I suppose the simple as well you know I mean, enjoying the simple kind of kind of pleasures of life and, and that, like i mean and i'm gonna, I'm gonna sound really girly here, but the likes of you know and uh, maybe females listen to this will say you know getting your nails done and getting mm-hmm. the hair done and this that and the other, and how much emphasis we maybe spend on oh I gotta go get a new outfit for this that and the mm-hmm. other like I've spent the past couple of weeks, you know what I mean, roots growing out like in you know comfortable leggings, and yes. you know I'm still the same me, yes. you know um. So I think, you know, definitely looking back at that, uh, at what do we really need in our lives in order to be happy? You know, and I've really realized that I actually don't need a lot of material things mm-hmm. at all. That does not make me happy. There's so many other things I've found that have made me so happy over the past couple of weeks. And I really want to hold on to that yeah. when we come out of this the other side.
0: And that, that's huge, Ann, when you think about it. Because yeah. like if, we're, if we're so... If we're busy being busy and that busyness mm. and the noise and all of that, and and if we're able to be still and to and, and ultimately, I always think all any of us want is to feel as happy as we can. Anyway, I mean that's what the end goal is: happy and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And if I have greater knowledge around what that is for me, um, that, that's a huge learning. Mm-hmm. Um, a
1: huge learning, yeah. And and I really, I really feel that I will take it with me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for sure. Um, but it's just, uh, I need to put a reminder or something somewhere, maybe in the office, I'll, ha- I'll get it printed, you know, of, of, and there's a quote that I love and one of the guests on my podcast said it and uh, it always kind of resonates with me and I kind of say it sometimes because it, mm-hmm. it rolls off the tongue quite nice. And it's like the joy is in the journey, there's magic in the moment. Okay. And, you know, it's about finding that magic in the everyday, which I think we really can
0: Yes. And I think it's something that, again, if we have the alertness for it, it's a bit like the Eckhart Tolle stuff and the power is in the now. That's Mm -hmm. something for me, certainly, that this lockdown, lock in scenario has forced. It's like you're forced to live in the present more Um, as opposed to the future planning. Oh, I'm doing this. This is next week. You know, you're 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 forced to be in the present, which Mm is we know the gift and all of that the other question that popped to mind jane when you're speaking about your own podcast and just to give your podcast its name again it's mastering your wellness and of course it's available on all platforms and through jane's own website jane with all of those guests you've had there has bound to be some themes that keep coming up again and again um any any particular ones come to mind for you if you were to get a few a few themes that, that that most speakers seem to reference or, or common lessons or mm-hmm. variations of the aha moments, as it were. Anything come to mind for you?
1: Yeah, like it's very much what we're talking about now and it's kind of mm. going in on yourself, you know, um, and you know, people getting quiet with with, with their thoughts and and figuring out what they really want and what they think. Like, I think the majority of people I've had on the show so far have some form of meditation or mindfulness practice. And I think, you know, sometimes mindfulness and meditation can sometimes get a little bit of a bad rap because people are saying, what is this? You know, Mm. but it's, it's genuinely that... You know, those moments where you do get quiet and you listen to yourself and you Mm -hmm. have your ideas and your aha moments, you know, that can kind of propel you forward to what you want to do. And as we said at the start, it's like, oh, this is what this is what I really think. This is what I should be doing. So, you know, that whole thing of getting quiet with yourself and, you know, really, and I suppose the power of of your own mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. of, of what you actually can achieve when you put your mind to it. Like I've had so many people talking about on the show about like overcoming immense challenges and, um, you know, living a totally different life years ago to how they live now. Mm-hmm. And it's all about that kind of mindset shift, you know, and when you decide yourself, hang on, I want to make a change here and, um, you know, and actually but really focusing on that, getting that tunnel vision. Um, on what you actually want, mm-hmm. um, and, and I just those kind of topics do come up a- a- again and again, mm-hmm. you know. So I would always advise people that that I'm working with, and I always um, start even, you know, my sessions with a little bit of of mindfulness, and I don't mean a whole, you know, big process. I mean just taking a couple of breaths and literally just, you know, feeling the chair beneath you, feeling the floor yes. under your feet. And, you know, really just grounding yourself in that. Because will you ever, James, you know, you'd be in the shower, you'd be doing something and all of a sudden this amazing idea would, would come into your brain because you're not being absorbing information from your phone or from, yes. you know, a book, you know, it's just you and your thoughts. And I suppose if that's, that's how I would describe my, being mindful to people is, 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 you know, having that time where it's just you yeah. and your thoughts and there's nothing else kind of competing with that and, and the magic that can come out of that that time with yourself
0: absolutely it's quiet time and I think at the at at the same time though you're patient with yourself with it I think some people will I I don't know you know they sort of you know think oh I'm sitting here I'm being quiet I'm looking for revelations to come to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as ever I think it's much more subtle than that but I I often use the phrase it's a bit like tuning in a bit like tuning Mm -hmm. into yourself a bit like setting the dial on the radio and, and sometimes that dial is, I don't know, it can be like a death metal station or something. The noise. It's like, I want to turn it to lyric a bit today, please. Yes. Uh, and the avenue being the breath. And even if it's just sitting there and breathing in more consciously and breathing out. But I, I love that idea of starting coaching sessions with that because mm-hmm. it, it just grounds you into
1: it it does um, because yeah. you know yourself james people come to you for these sessions and and you know they're not in that moment they're like right i have to get this co- this coaching sessions on now yeah. but you're still thinking about the email you have to send or the
0: yeah. you know
1: the, the the things you have to pick up on 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 the way home after work or whatever it is so it's about really kind of stopping and go no no this this hour hour and a half is 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 what's important this is what you're doing right now and it's just to kind of put aside all the other distractions. You know um, that have happened to you that day or that week or that month yeah and and just to kind of arrive so it's like you have arrived into you know physically into the session you know and I just find that that helps so much
0: yeah it's 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 a gift to yourself it's a gift of time for yourself Mm -hmm. and I know Mm -hmm. it's a phrase I think I've put out on social media in the last few weeks you know when you know if we cannot go out we can go in as Mm -hmm. in that piece of tuning in if we're Mm -hmm. sometimes brave enough to do it absolutely um um, but it is it it is it is interesting that that's something that you've picked up from 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 the array of guests that you've had some mechanism for tuning into themselves and i suppose it touches Mm -hmm. on something i said earlier we're all the expert in being ourselves
1: yeah for sure for sure Um,
0: oh Anyway, right, we're going to move towards close. A few a few questions that I always close the interviews with, jay that just maybe it might bring up another little topic that we can explore or it might just give listeners a little bit more of an insight into yourself. So four questions. What's your most cherished possession, jay cool.
1: Well, I was thinking about this and one of the things that I just i'm loving it's only been in my house for about two years but mm. there's, there's a photograph in my house and it's in my sitting room and it's of myself on the wedding day with three of my very best friends and oh. the, the photographer has captured literally it's one of those off the cuff kind of photos obviously i i am throwing my head back in laughter Uh My best friend is doing, you know, this really silly pose, and my other two are just in stitches as well, and it just, there's just something about it that every time I look at it, it just kind of, it just gives me so much joy, you know, and and
0: I'm
1: so happy that it's it's in my sitting room, you're sitting there, and I look up, and I go, God, that was such a great time, you know, and I'm so lucky that I still have these lovely ladies in my life, Mm -hmm. and will hopefully have them in my life forever, you know, so... I think definitely pictures for me, I've got a huge box of pictures going back to when even my mum was small mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to get them out and have a look back at them and, you know, I'm obsessed with history and all yeah. that kind of stuff and what was going on at that time. So definitely for me, it is, it, it is just pictures and, and photographs of people that I love are, are probably my most cherished. I was just going to
0: say people. that there, that's absolutely cherished memories.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. And a
0: picture of joy because you know everything that, that it represents. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's a talisman for that. Yeah. Oh, that. And music. if you're
1: having a bad day or something, or, you know, you, I look at that and no matter how I'm feeling, I think, I just love it. I just love how, what that captures for me, you know? And I mean, to see a picture of yourself throwing your head back in laughter, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it can't but help you know put a smile on your
0: face yes and then of course when that picture was taken it was it was a captured moment because you couldn't you can't stage that you know so the bit like we were just in in the moment authentic fully present having fun uh, great for the photo a great sort of if we can try to bring that into life more broadly when you think about it Um, absolutely um uh, (laughs) I suspect you're a bit like myself reading learning always on the go jian is there is there any particular book or anything that you that you're reading or learning at the minute
1: yeah and i'm a devil i don't know if you do this too but i'm like i sometimes have a bit two or three books on the oh go. i hear you oh, <laughs> like and i'm like jian finish this one before <laughs> you buy another one i'm such a devil but i'm I like no that. i really want this one so yeah. there's, there's two that i'm reading at the minute they're very different but there's one Um, that I'm just loving, and I have to say, um, I've gotten so much from it, you've probably read it yourself, but it's Robin Sharma, and it's Life Lessons from the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, Yes. Yes. and what I love about it is, you know, because I love kind of doing a little bit of reading before I go to bed, Mm -hmm. but sometimes, like, you know, my eyeballs are almost closed, but I still like to get a little bit of something, but what I love about this is, it's, the book, is, it's a it's a compilation of, I think, around a 100 mini stories or life right. lessons. Right. And, you know, the chapters are only about two or three pages each. So you could literally read a whole little life lesson in two or three pages. And mm. it's just so easy to read. It's really enjoyable. And it's a lovely little kind of pick-me-up. You know what I mean? So if yes. you could just, you know, and what I sometimes like to do, and I did this yesterday, just open it on a particular page because I'm very much into, you know, the universe has mm-hmm. your back and putting it out there. And um, someone said to me yesterday, it was so funny and it just reinforced it. They told me that they were uh, reading the artist's way. Yes, and I was yes. messaging the back with the artist's way. And I was like, I want to pick up this Robin Sharma book and I'm just going to open it, you know, and see what lesson comes up for me today. And that might sound a bit woo woo, but I was like, look, maybe, maybe, you know, it, it, it will come to be something I need to hear. And lo and behold, there was a chapter about The Artist's Way and I opened it on that. And I, I just guess. think. For me, it just and, and I went straight on straight away and bought another book, bought the artist's way. <laughs> <laughs> so I've another one now to add to my oh reference.
0: oh well, of course the the artist's way and you combine <laughs> that with journaling and your that will explode for you. Golden, Gina. yeah, that is no, absolutely, golden. yeah. I, I call those little moments like universal winks. You know, when you open yeah. the book and it's the message or someone else refers to it, love yeah. them. I always yeah. take them as little signposts and sometimes the sense of yeah. humor that the universe has. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was like, "Okay, universe, I will buy another book. I will go for it." <laughs> I,
0: I'll be waiting for the universe to give me the message: stop buying books. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, that's
1: that's one I'm loving at the minute, and it's just so nice. As I said, you can pick it up at any time during the day, and you know, get that lovely little nugget of yeah. wisdom. You know, and because look, some people are time poor, but it's just yeah. it's just a lovely little book that i really enjoy. and going back to as well. You know, and um, and I don't feel guilty about putting it down and picking up another book because it's not like a story. Yeah, you know it's, in, I mean?
0: it's, like, it's almost like the element you'd underline in a book. You're just yes. getting the you're getting the nuggets and you're the, getting the
1: nuggets. The best, fueling yourself
0: sometimes. with it, yeah. Absolutely. Any 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 advice that you'd send back to your eighteen-year-old self if you could post it back in time, Joanne?
1: Yeah, I suppose don't underestimate yourself, mm. um, and I suppose you're capable of a lot more than maybe you think and I suppose some people might know it about me but um you know I was diagnosed with MS a couple of years ago um Mm -hmm. and but 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 grew up when I tell you I had an insane fear for hospitals injections Mm -hmm. you know the works I mean terrified and and a a huge kind of mental block and if you had told me that you know I would have kind of gone through some of the stuff I've gone through I would have said no absolutely never in a million years this will not happen um but you do as I said you kind of you you you're made of stronger stuff than you maybe once thought mm-hmm. of so I probably would go back to her and say do you know what I mean you're 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 capable of a lot more mm-hmm. you know and you, I, I think you know that goes back to as I said about the Calcutta trip and yes. am realizing the inner strength that you have I genuinely don't think if I didn't have that experience of of experience experiencing this extreme poverty and and and, and challenge and hardship I'm, i i don't know whether like i think it teed me up for what would happen in later life do you know what i mean with yes. with, with the with the health challenges and things like that and you know been able to accept kind of you know wh- where, where i am and, and you're a lot in life because some people have said are you not you know angry or annoyed about these things you know mm-hmm. but I, I think it just makes you who, who you are. And I think definitely yeah. that set, set me on this journey that I've been on the past couple of years. And without that, you know, who knows where I would have, would have been. Or, yeah. or, so, so it's all kind of, it's yeah. all relative, I suppose.
0: <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of a quote, and I can't remember it exactly, but it was something to do, you know, like life tests us, we know that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but whether it grinds us down or polishes us, is up to ourselves
1: absolutely if you think of like a statue
0: or whatever like ground down or 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 the possibility to shine um Mm -hmm. and I know for me if I think back in health stuff you know tested rug out from under my feet um but you, you do your best and you move forward with it. Um, mm-hmm.
1: and, and you know what they say, like, you know, our characters are not shaped through life's easiest experiences, yeah, yeah. but through, I suppose, the toughest, yeah. you know? And you've had such a tough time of it and come out the other side, thank goodness, you know, and uh, definitely shaped, I yes. suppose, the person that you are.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, you've given a few quotes and a few great insights on that already. Um, mm-hmm. in, in this conversation, <laughs> Jane, Is there any particular matter or a favourite quote that you have to, to close? Do
1: you know what? There's one that I'm loving at the minute and it's a mm-hmm. new one and it's from a book that I read um, and I think it's just very apt mm-hmm. with the time that we're in now while everyone is kind of pivoting their business and their, and their lives and it's by Marie Forleo right. and it's the title of her book which is Everything is Outable. Mm-hmm. So I just think that right now you know if you're in a challenge and you're like I can't see the wood from the trees here I can't you know how am I going to get out of this one and to simply say everything's Mm figureoutable you know it just gives you that whole think outside the box um, kind of approach to it because you know there's always options you might not like the options that are there but I suppose trusting that everything is figureoutable kind of gives you that hope and determination to to kind of keep going. Yes. So yes. I just for me, that one is just really resonating right now. And as I said, so many people are pivoting, you know, their lives and their mm. businesses. Like even some of the amazing things that have happened like over the past couple of weeks, you know, that like who would have thought we would be doing all of the things that, you know what I mean, that, that that we're doing, or people will be able to providing services that they are without having to pivot and go right. Yes we can't do X, Y, Z, what can we do? Yes. So I think it's just really, that, that whole quote for me is just reframing how you look at certain situations. And I just think it just really highlights how resilient people are at the minute and, and getting around things, like even simple things like, you know, as I said, my granddad is in, is in the home. Mm. You know, we can't see him, but, you know, even just being able to go up and stand and look out, you know, in the window at him, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of way, like who would have thought we would have been doing that? So it's, it's looking at the situation and going, right, we can't do X, Y, Z, but we can do ABC yeah, <laughs> instead. Yeah, what can so, we do? Where do what we have can we do? Yeah. It's, it's empowering when maybe right now a lot of people feel powerless. So everything is bigger edible.
0: Yes, lovely. I, I love it. I was aware <laughs> I was aware of that book, and I'm a huge fan of Marie Forleo. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, there's, there's, there's depth to that. And I should say it's really timely as well. That's a lovely note to finish on. Let me give the, the listeners details of your website again. J N, it's J N J A Y A D N Walsh, W A L S H dot com. And of course the links to your fantastic podcast, Mastering Your Wellness, is on that. Um uh, is, is through your site as well and of course your website like my own is available on all the platforms mm-hmm. um, so Jayette, thank you so much for thank you that conversation <laughs> and chat I'm going to be remembering your John and my Bob and if anyone <laughs> is tuning in just at the end they'll say what the hell are they talking about
1: <laughs> um, I love it no it's an absolute pleasure James and thank you for being so lovely because as I said to you in the outset I was nervous doing this today I am out of my comfort zone to take the time Burned. I was not in control so <laughs> thank you for being so lovely a and uh, for, for, for having me on the show It was it, a real honor so thank you.
0: Oh a pleasure jn thank you so uh, as I say I'm James Sweetman thank you for tuning in more information about me and my podcast and my blogs is available on the website jamesweetman.com and the in recent weeks I've been doing some additional Uh, blogs on the topic of managing your state, managing yourself during these more challenging times. They're all available on the website and they're also available through the social media platforms where I'm also present. So thank you for tuning in and until next week.